0: Good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to the 20th day of November 2020. It's a Friday. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there, guys. Here I am. Look at me. All right. (laughs) That was in general. Oh, okay. Uh, And we are ready to go for a Friday show that will include a life lesson for you today. Another chance to qualify for Santa's sack as well as we approach the end of week number four. And that sack is only going to get bigger over the next couple weeks as well. So be prepared for the prizes to increase and the fun to increase as well. That's the uh, idea behind it all. So uh, hopefully you have a chance to qualify. A reminder, if you've gotten through once or twice and you've already qualified, you're good to go, man. You are in that drawing all the way through the end of it. And you can't get on the list twice. Because much like Santa, we're checking that list on the daily. Yeah, don't be naughty. A couple of times over. And so, if your name's on it, look out! Look out! That's how it's supposed to work. You know who's
1: on my naughty list, Nick? Who's at Walmart.com? What happened? So uh, they made a big deal about how they were going to have uh, the next gen consoles available, right? And so, why not? We'll give it a shot. Uh, we had a system of uh, a, a network of people ready to try to get one of those bad boys. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And yeah, uh, the it, it's one thing for you to know, like, you know, you don't have a chance. And it's another thing to know that uh, the, the site's gonna crash. But the very frustrating thing is, is you get to a certain point in the process and you think you have one, and then it just disappears. Oh, I wish you would have told me that. I have
0: gone through that probably seven or eight times with with not just Walmart, but a, d- a couple other websites where you put it in your cart and then they have you enter your, all your information in and everything, and then they tell you that it's it's you're not out available. of stock. Yeah, you go to hell. And it, it happened. It's it, it happened to me probably six or seven times, and so I know exactly what you're talking about. And yes, it, it is. Incredibly frustrating that that is a thing that happens. I, I'm not sure why you should be allowed to put something in your cart if it's not available. Uh, that yeah. seems to be a mistake. Yeah. But uh, but again, it, it's probably not something that comes up too too much. Here's the thing: I would really love to
1: know the the number that they had.
0: Well, here's the deal: I mean, don't forget that it's probably also not Walmart that's making a big deal about it. It's all the other websites that know they have new right. stuff. Yeah,
1: but I'm just saying, you know, how many really do they have? They'll never stuff? tell you. I know, because it's probably like 10. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is.
0: And so, uh, you know, it is one of those deals that's meant to generate some interest, traffic, and uptick, and it continues to work. And so
1: that's why I now have i I'm uh, not going to buy nothing from
0: Walmart.com now. I have officially—well, I think the, 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 one of the you. things that I think it is is because— don't forget that, that Walmart.com is mostly used as a grocery store. And so you can put a ton of stuff in your cart, and as it becomes unavailable, they usually uh, will let you pay for it or give you a discount, and then uh, put in there something that is also like kind of close to it. You've done enough online shopping; you know how this works. A
1: grocery store. You can
0: you can have you can have stuff in your cart that they don't longer have, and then they replace it with something else that maybe is more expensive, but uh, they want to replace it for you. And so that's probably why you're able to do that at Walmart.com is because they may think you are ordering carrot sticks and. <laughs> And they no longer have those in stock, but they would happily replace them for something else for
1: you. And so that's probably why that happens. It doesn't make it any easier that, to handle. That's okay, Nick. It would have been—it would have been just a fight then to, to help uh, the wife realize that we were buying those for the kids. What carrot sticks? No. You were buying next-gen systems for the kids. No. Well, I mean, that was the plan. Really? Oh, yeah. Nice Christmas. We're plan. rich. I was gonna say, you. got I forget. But you no, we weren't though. I, I was trying to get them for other purposes, Nick. I was telling you, I was gonna lay it on the line for the company. That'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. We've been trying to do that for uh,
0: forever, but uh, I don't think it's gonna work, and I don't think we're gonna see anything uh, like that's actually, you know, something that is, you know, for for the regular person to walk in and purchase one when they want to purchase one. Twenty thirty. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe March, April of next year. Uh, either way, we're gonna do a lot of stuff today. Include play music, like some Pearl Jam. We'll kick off the show with Better Man here on the Morning After with Nicky Big Jam on the X Rocks.
1: Stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J.
0: Some things happened yesterday in the Gem State regarding the coronavirus, specifically here in the Treasure Valley. Let's start with the numbers. Uh we're up over sixteen hundred total cases again yesterday, thirteen hundred and six confirmed, two ninety-nine probable, according to the Idaho Health officials. Uh that is the uh thirteenth day in the last fourteen days that the State has topped a thousand daily cases, and the two-week daily average is about 1,300. Uh, Canyon County led the way yesterday, 238. Ada County behind with uh, 220, and Kudai had 137. Also on Thursday, health officials uh, reported 23 additional deaths due to the coronavirus-related How illnesses. How many? 23. Jeez. Uh, statewide death toll now stands at 838. The Idaho Department of Health and Welfare also released new data on the state's positivity rate. And that again is the percentage of tests coming back positive for the virus, and we're up again uh, from 16.7 percent. We're up to 18.8 uh, percent. That rate has also steadily risen in recent weeks, and so it's just getting worse, you guys.
1: Yeah, both St. Luke's and St. Al's are uh, are considering calling a, a, a December a crisis situation.
0: Yeah, uh, they've been trying to uh, to talk to several different uh, you know district boards of health. Across the state, trying to explain to them the severity of the situation in the hospitals around the Treasure Valley. Uh, but you know, uh, again, those things are—if uh, you want to define insanity, you should uh, listen to just some of the clips of the uh, the health board meetings across the state of Idaho. It's it's amazing. It just—it's head-shakingly amazing uh, that uh, that some people are are putting up this much of a fight when it comes to this kind of stuff. Uh, but yesterday, also, uh, the the Boise mayor. Made some announcements yesterday and said that uh, there were going to be some changes significantly when it came to the, uh, the the coronavirus restrictions here in the Treasure Valley. Laura McLean was talking a little bit about the new health order that she uh, talked about, which basically uh, creates some
1: hmm, consequences. I say, yeah,
0: restrictions and consequences for Boise businesses that aren't following the protocols, which are health and mask mandates now here. In the state and basically she's relying on people, citizens, to, uh, to help community and businesses, you know, do the right thing and protect themselves and other people in the community and so uh, she is encouraging people to make sure that they do that there's a number that they can call if they have any issues and uh, businesses can get their licenses removed for 10 days in their first violation if it's found that they are not following the mask mandates that are put in place but uh, she has restricted a bunch of things as well like the Boise airport which I kind of thought was restricted already but uh, they're making sure that people are trying to stay home as much as possible and are limited to uh, at least county and uh, state facilities here in the Treasure Valley so mask up, wear the masks. I'm not looking to have you rat out anybody, but, you know, do the right thing and take care of yourselves and each other during this thing. Just put on the mask uh, and stay home as much as possible. I mean, it's becoming more and more obvious that everybody is incredibly scared to tell you to stay home uh, because of the political, uh, you know, things that are associated with this stuff. But, you know, let's be honest. When we were in lockdown, like, when things were in, like, you know, kind of things were shutting down for the betterment of the the community. Uh, that was four months ago, and it is comically worse than was that. Like, way, way worse. Yeah. Like, I mean, in, in any way, shape, or form, if you look at the spike of where we are now on any graph and where we were when things were, you know, somewhat locked down and you weren't allowed to go places or there were places that were closed down,
1: we're way worse than we were then. And what's the clear difference there? You couldn't go anywhere and do anything. Yeah, we, we right? basically, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so if you want a parallel to give an example of, of the difference between a uh, full-on blown pandemic, uh, everybody go about your own business, do what you want, uh, go to your different parties and such, uh, have this kind of fun, this is what we have, where both hospital systems are about to be in crisis mode, the ICUs are full, that's what you have versus the, the terrible thing, which was being in quarantine, being locked down, people losing their business, which is awful, but yet uh, not people 23 people dying in a day right
0: nobody wants businesses to be shut down nobody wants uh you know bars to lose their licenses and to have to close their doors nobody wants any of that stuff to happen but i cannot stress to you enough what the end game for this is if it continues on this path and that is all those businesses are going to close anyway you understand they're not going to be able to stay open because everybody's gonna be sick and so it's just going to be a real real You know, there's a no-win situation here. We just have to decide, do we want to play the long game or do we want to play the short game? And right now, we're deciding the long game, and it's not working out at all. It's, in fact, backfiring significantly on us. But uh, we'll see what ends up happening. Uh, I'm guessing things will just get worse, and everybody will just pretend it's okay. Seahawks beat the Cardinals 28-21 on Thursday Night Football. Uh, Russell Wilson had two touchdowns. So did Kyler Murray. He had two touchdowns. The Cardinals had a chance to tie the game uh, at the end but was sacked on a fourth down play uh, by Carlos Dunlap, the new Seahawks acquisition uh, also appeared in the it was not the game it was supposed to be I think I think Kyler Murray got hurt on that first play uh, for the Cardinals and had some issues throughout the game. He wasn't running as much because I don't think he wanted to take any hits and so it was uh, one of those deals where I think he was a little bit banged up and yeah, his it escapability
1: didn't seem to be there. Yeah. And then the, the running game just kind of appeared out of nowhere for the Seahawks yeah, well, I mean, the Cardinals' defense uh, is not as good as they had been playing over the last couple weeks, so it probably
0: shouldn't surprise you. Plus, they got a running back back. Carlos Hyde had been out for about a month, and they've been playing with guys you'd never heard of, and so it was uh, nice to have their uh, their second-string running back back as they were on their fourth and fifth running backs for the Seahawks. Either way, a uh, 28-21 win for the Seahawks. That puts them back in first place in their division. As we told you yesterday, it was feared. Klay Thompson out for the year. Achilles injury. Uh, it's the second season in a row he will miss because of a significant injury.
1: I feel bad for him,
0: man. Five-time All-Star, and yeah, he, uh, he guy he he ripped his uh, Achilles tendon during a scrimmage uh, on Wednesday at the team's facility, and just went the wrong way, and that's that's it. That's all it that works. Big J Anthrax will be celebrating their 40th anniversary as a band next year, and to commemorate that anniversary, they are going to release a graphic novel based on their 1987 album Among the Living. Among the living will be available in a variety of formats. Deluxe, Super Deluxe Edition will include a special vinyl picture disc, an exclusive Mad Balls toy. Remember Mad Balls? No. You don't remember Mad Balls? No. God, I used to love those things. This is a very 80s thing. It was probably very big in 1987 when it came out. They were basically balls that, that had like really weird and sometimes grotesque faces on them, and it was like a oh, collection of things. Okay. And so uh, they're making an anthrax one. They'll have an art print and a gold record plaque as well. Uh, Charlie Benanti said the project in doing a comic book has always been a huge goal for them and tried for years, but something always comes up and sidetracks us. But uh, when Josh Bernstein brought the idea to Anthrax to do a graphic novel based on the album, they felt like it was a perfect opportunity to fulfill that dream. Uh, I saw on his uh, Facebook yesterday that uh, Brian Posehn is going to be involved in this in some way, too. He, of Smart. Course, has written some Deadpool stuff and done some comic book stuff as well, so he might be involved in the writing process. And, of course, he's a huge metal fan, so it makes sense. He's awesome. That they're teaming up and maybe doing some stuff together. So that is also very cool. Something to look forward to next time. Life Lesson on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yeah,
1: Nick, and today's life lesson is uh, that uh, you got to pick your battles in 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 some instances, in particular marriage uh, and you have to decide: Is this the hill I want to die on? And uh, today's today's is, is no. I'm not going to uh, in, in that regard. And Nick was brought to my attention yesterday as I got home from work, uh, and uh, I immediately had to go into my uh, my home studio there to to do some uh, some work. And as I came out of it, the wife asked me, "Hey, did you notice anything in there?" And I'm like, "No, no, not really." <laughs> and then she pointed out a table that was set up uh, in the back of the room. How'd you miss the table? Uh, because I wasn't looking towards the table. I came right in and sat at the desk and started to do stuff. And the table's directly behind where I was sitting, and so I just didn't didn't really notice it. And uh, I'm like, "Okay, what's that?" She goes, "Oh, that's that's your gift wrapping station." <laughs> so uh, I'm like, "Okay." Great. Uh, <laughs> and then it was. She brought to my attention further the fact that I love wrapping gifts. Oh, and that it's my zen, and that I can't wait to start doing it. And that she has uh, gathered multiple implements for me to use, uh, and said thing to do. Uh, and there, uh, As I went in and looked at it, there was uh, several items on the desk or on the table to start wrapping. Uh, and I'm like, how did this happen? Uh, wh- why do you think that I love wrapping gifts so much? I I mean, it's not that I, I don't. I, I, I don't hate wrapping gifts. And maybe that's the reason why she thinks that I love to do it, uh, is that I don't have a problem doing it. and I'm, I'm not even going to say that I'm really great at it. But uh, at the same time, it's, you know, uh, not that big of a deal to me. uh, As it might be to maybe a lot of men Maybe they don't like to wrap gifts I don't know Either way, uh, there was a stark contrast between Nick uh, Going from, I don't mind wrapping gifts To all of a sudden, I now uh, am the person Who loves to wrap gifts And am responsible for wrapping every gift And so so much to the fact that I have a wrapping station It's like you work in your own department store (laughs) Yeah Yeah Uh, Unbeknownst to her, I'm going to be charging her an extra fee (laughs) to wrap said gifts and so uh i was like okay you know yep i'm i'm am happy with the, the wrapping station i will wrap the presents and that's the situation where you decide is this where i want to fight a battle and that's no no it's not because the table's already there did you get started on the gifts that were on the table uh no no we had other things there's no i mean it's november you know 19th i know so but your wrapping station is set up we, for a reason uh, i uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly,
0: and, hey, and so, don't let it sit there very long. I'll tell you that.
1: I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> I like to tempt fate. All right, but dude. Uh, so <laughs> maybe around this weekend or some point, I'll, I'll be <laughs> getting. Uh, and you know, there's all kinds of extra little things, not just scissors, Nick, but uh, you know, tools and things I can use. That I love a good tool <laughs> to put towards doing something. What uh, tools are used in wrapping? I, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like a a, a thing that you know. Um, you use your hand and you go like this and it uh it cuts the wrapping paper it's, so you can do it it's like a can, paper cutter yes it's exactly um and so i have one of those and then there's you put, and then there's you put your hand like this and it cuts the paper well i i'm you know i mean i don't know how to describe it i guess that's my bad and then i there's a a wrist band that has scotch tape in it that you just tear off the <laughs> scotch tape so like listen i'm a mach- i'm an elf I'm one yeah. of Santa's elves. Yeah. Is essentially if you want to picture that in your mind. So, that probably will be happening this weekend. What a treat! Good for yeah. you, man.
0: And you say you don't mind it, but you don't. You're not. You're not. It isn't your zen like
1: she thinks it is. Yeah, I don't know what what makes her think that. But, well, uh, I maybe. waste a lot of paper. I'll yeah, put it that way. I don't mind wrapping presents either. I just
0: know I'm not very good at it. I never am happy with the way the present looks when it's wrapped, or if I do, by some grace of God, actually wrap a present well, I am very proud of it. But I don't, it's not my favorite thing to do just because I know they look like crap when I'm done. And so I'm never really happy with how it looks. So I, I dislike, wrap. I'm much more of a, if I can find a bag and stuff it in with with, 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 with decorating paper, I'm all
1: for that. Yeah,
0: love, love the bags. But some presents you can't do that. You can't do that with the kids. You know, they don't they they, they don't have any fun with that. They're I, like terrible presents. So. I
1: think she mistakes the fact that I like opening a present to I like wrapping them. It is established that you like getting things. I really <laughs> so. do. I'm looking at stuff to get myself right now.
0: Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your life lesson heading into the weekend.
1: <laughs> On the morning after with Nick and Big J
0: this is probably the most 2020 story I can give you. And that is, uh, humans as a species. We've been doing matrix moves on, uh, dodging bullets since, uh, humanity was invented when it comes to, you know, an extinction, extinction level event. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we dodged another one this year, it turns out, uh, because what we found out, uh, this weekend was an asteroid the size of about a must, a bus, ...missed Earth by about 240 miles on Friday, November 13th. So on Friday the 13th, Earth was almost hit by a fairly big-sized asteroid. And here's the problem. We didn't know it was coming until after it had already passed us. It wasn't detected by experts until Saturday the 14th. The asteroid was dubbed 2020 VT4... 15 hours after its closest approach by the Asteroid Terrestrial Impact Last Alert System. That is all based in Mauna Loa, Hawaii. Had it come much closer, it would have burned up in the atmosphere over the South Pacific, but it might have done some significant damage if it didn't burn up enough. Its orbit brought the estimated 16 to 33 foot wide body about the same distance from Earth as the International Space Station, making it the closest asteroid to pass by Earth on record, Big J. No asteroid has come closer to hitting us than this one did on Friday the thirteenth. Astronomer Tony Dunn wrote on Twitter this encounter shortened its orbit, ensuring that this Earth crosser will make more frequent can make more frequent close approaches, meaning we could have more asteroids coming our way. Look out. Ready Bruce Willis, you understand?
1: Yeah. Get him
0: on Though standby. No, I don't think
1: it would have done too much damage.
0: No, no, it wouldn't It wouldn't have been a huge thing. But it, it would have, it, it depended how, I mean, scientists aren't really sure how much it would have burned up had it entered our atmosphere. I mean, need, some of it would have lost. They
1: need to give us an exact uh, uh, size that's going to cause a problem. You know, bus size, there eh. Right, but I mean, the issue is...
0: If we're not getting these things until they pass us, we're not but doing our... that's
1: r- relatively small in space.
0: Sure, so I understand. But if it's your job to detect asteroids and you miss one that's come closest to Earth that asteroids ever come, are you doing your job, question mark?
1: I'm worried about not small ones, but the ones that are going to ma- cause a problem. Well, listen, if there's one that's going to cause a problem and we miss it, we got a real issue. Yeah, I'm saying that's going to be big enough, I don't think. Yeah, but, but if that asteroid
0: that. lands on you, you'd be probably pretty pissed off about it, would be my guess, that you didn't know it was coming, right?
1: Yeah, if that's the case, then, you know, what... Or what are your Band members? If I die, I die. I mean, that's... Oh, we got a Rocky three situation here, huh? Well, that's or Rocky Four. Rocky. But, I mean, you can't prevent... I mean, it's your time if an asteroid hits all, you. All I'm saying is, if it, you,
0: have, you have a place that is built to detect asteroids, regardless of size and shape, and uh it's their job to know that it's coming and they could tell you all right we got one that's going to be a bus size and it's going to land in this particular area you would at least have a heads up to avoid that particular area and therefore maybe avoiding what you consider inevitable death but that's like saying uh you know if i get hit by a bus i get hit by a bus but if you know a bus is supposed to be in this area at this time at least you have some sort of information to know that hey at least i won't get hit by that bus wouldn't that be nice yeah that's all i'm saying Hey, the Seahawks beat the Cardinals 28-21 to on Thursday Night Football. Russ had two touchdowns. Kyler Murray had two touchdowns. Uh, but it was more of a defensive battle back and forth, believe it or not, in this particular ball game. The, uh, the Seattle defense actually put together a stop to stuff the Cardinals as they were going for it on fourth down towards the end of the game. And the Cardinals are now, excuse me, the Seahawks are now in
1: first place in that
0: division. The toughest division in the NFL, they say, Big Jay. Do you agree or disagree with that statement?
1: Sometimes. Sometimes not so much. Oh, which one's your? Which one do you think is tougher? Probably the uh, the AFC North, the one with the Browns
0: and the Ravens and the Steelers.
1: Yes, yes. The
0: one the Steelers leads by three games.
1: That yes, one? yes. Is Sometimes. Tougher? Okay.
0: Uh, Fifteen college games are off for the NCAA in Week Twelve. The Maryland Terrapins game against the Michigan State Spartans scheduled for tomorrow has been canceled because of a total of 15 players and seven staff members have tested positive for the coronavirus. It's in the second week in a row now the team has had to cancel. That makes 15 games for Week 12 that have postponed or canceled outright for this particular week. All these numbers are starting to make me question things about the Broncos. Does this make sense? Because we had 14 players miss the game. Because of the coronavirus last week. Yeah. And we have teams
1: canceling games
0: because seven players are, are out. And so I'm wondering, are we doing things the right way?
1: It sounds like we're doing things the right way. Okay. We're
0: playing games, yeah. pal. Yeah, or high water. Connor McGregor has signed a deal for a rematch against Dustin Poirier on January 23rd, according to Dana White. That's happening. Of course, uh, we talked about this when Connor McGregor, quote, retired in January of this year after defeating Donald Cerrone, uh, we said that he probably didn't retire and was just waiting for a big payday, and that's exactly, that's exactly what happened. Uh, they offered him more money to come out of retirement, and Connor said yes, and so he's right back on the in the octagon coming up in January of next year. So the retirements in the UFC uh, are not a real thing, I don't think. I think you have to be either you know in your 40s or deciding to get into something else entirely before you give it up or lose so much that nobody thinks you're a valuable commodity anymore. Those are the only real ways you're retiring in the UFC world. It's been four long years since Metallica had put out an album and Lars Ulrich revealed that recording new music during the pandemic is proving to be an uphill climb for the band uh he said uh during a cnbc interview that uh that basically we've been trying to do as much as we could in the last seven months trying to make a difference with our foundation with our music with connecting to people and we've been working on the list six to eight weeks virtually and he says he can give you some advice if you want some advice that being in a rock and roll band and working virtually is not super easy He says that, well, the band is trying to practice and do things when they're live on other things, but sometimes internet is not a good thing. You know, there's a time delay, and if you're off a fraction of a second, that's a pretty big deal when you're trying to record music. He went on to say that the lack of physical interaction while creating is the main obstacle. He says, one of the things that we like to do is hear each other and talk to each other, and it's a little bit more tougher when we're not all in the same space. Although Metallica is now uh, firmly considered the elder statesman of metal, Lars admitted to us a while back that there are few things that he misses about the band's early days when they were struggling to make things happen. I
1: miss elements of it, I miss the chaos of it. I like chaos, but at the same time, I mean, what that represents mostly to me is not having any responsibilities. Now I got two kids at home, there's just a lot of different things that you gotta make sure is happening now, and sometimes I miss not having those responsibilities.
0: Sounds like Lars hates his kids, Big J. But they're working on an album, and so maybe, just maybe, we'll have a quarantine version of Metallica, but apparently it's taken a little bit longer than they had thought, which I suppose is understandable, right? There's going to be some delays and issues sometimes with things, and uh, whenever it happens, it happens, as most things happen with Metallica. And it's not like we didn't get new Metallica you know, content not less than you know four months ago when SNM2 came out, you know? There's been some stuff out there for you to wet your palate when it comes to... Metallica stuff. Hopefully that will hold you over until whenever they release a new album.
1: 3BX rocks.
0: Big J, we are going to Japan for today's We're Going to Hell story. Specifically, the world of video games. You're familiar with the concept, right? Yeah. Uh, you enjoy video games from time to time, do you not? Oh, yeah. And so it probably shouldn't surprise you that in order to get people's attention, even sometimes older people's attention, that people have decided to use video games as a way to do that you know because we have the attention span of essentially a tick these days and so in order for us to learn something important sometimes the people have decided you know what we should probably put in a video game and then maybe people will understand how or at least they'll they'll have I will have their attention for a little bit on how important some of this stuff is and so uh, a new Japanese company has developed an app that is supposed to help people understand the importance of going to the bathroom on the daily. Your digestive health, Big J. Oh. Because uh, Japan has seen a pretty significant uptick in uh, things like colon cancer and colorectal cancer. It's all on the rise. And so they've decided one of the things that they can do to help people, you know, make sure they're aware of their insides and going to the bathroom on the regular or their, even their digestive health is to put it into a video game. And so they have created a video game called Uncor. And it's kind of a portmanteau, if you will. You know what a portmanteau is, right? Yeah. Explain it for the people.
1: I don't actually, I
0: was just pretending like I knew. It's a combination of two words to combine one word. You know, like Brangelina back in the day. Oh. That would be a portmanteau. Uh it's and poor man toe? portmanteau? Portmanteau. Oh word. portmanteau. Yeah. Uh unco <laughs> means poop in Japan. And "core" means collection, so the video the, the video game is essentially called "poop collection." Get it?
1: Poop collection.
0: And it's developed as part of a public health campaign to help people understand what's going on. And in the in the game, it's set in the fictional kingdom of Untopia, which basically means "poop kingdom." And players have to defend this kingdom with the help of intestinal bacteria that they have named and given very creative and attractive anime female girl characters to to get people into it
1: you know yeah nobody's
0: gonna play a game called poop kingdom and actually just uh, have to do it with battle intestines we need some sort of attractive female anime character apparently to help us battle and save our poop from bacteria the app also encourages uh, users to log on and detail your own bowel movements big jay where you can keep a log of your logs, you understand?
1: Pictures, details as well?
0: Yeah, color, shape, frequency, all these things they want you to update on the regular. And they hope they receive a uh, clean bill of health from the king of
1: Untopia there. And that's the idea. Why can't I have a toilet that does that for me? You probably do if you're willing to pay for it. Right? Just like it automatically you know, takes a picture of it. What do you want the pictures of you for? Scans it. Scans it for my doctors. Uh, I see. And your doctors are asking for this? Yes. All the time. Uh, scanning it for disease and uh, misshapen things, Miss- stuff that shouldn't be there. <laughs> well, the stuff that shouldn't be there is stuff that you Video of use. me using my bidet. <laughs> this is, again, things that your doctors request. Yeah. Right. Well, not the video part. Hmm. Uh, the project was
0: launched by. A, <laughs> we have the same doctor, by the way. A gastro. Yeah, that's why I went. Hmm. A gastrointestinal surgeon, uh, who serves as the president of the Japan Unco Society, which I- I'm not sure is a good title or a bad title, but either way, uh, they're trying to get people again to understand their digestive health. And so, whatever works, I say is fine. I'm just wondering how many people are using the Poop Kingdom video game. And I'm not sure they're ever going to get answers for it. But it is a free app available to citizens that want to download it and learn a little bit more about their digestive health. Or maybe doctors can recommend it to people that are going undergoing screenings for colon cancer or that need to monitor things like their digestive health, that kind of stuff. It, it, it can't be a bad thing, I guess. But at the end of the day, it's probably not for, you know, just a random dude that wants to kill time on his phone. He's going to probably play the Poop Kingdom app, but... It's available as long as you understand Japanese. It's only in Japanese right now.
1: I don't. Not a there,
0: lick of it. There is there is not an English version of this game available. So good luck with it. But either way, it's out there, and it's meant to help people. Finally, a video game about your poop featuring attractive female anime characters. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Coming up in a few minutes, we got some more important stuff. Hold tight, it's the X-Rox. Sweezer, Undone the Sweater Song here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X-Rocks. You would think a pandemic and being kind of holed up with your significant other would give you less opportunities to be uh, a little bit underhanded and not so honest with them. But that apparently is not the case, at least here in America anyway. Uh, especially when it comes to money. According to a new survey, the same survey uh, of uh, people that put out, uh, by the way, it's done by uh, StockX, which is an online marketplace. They do this survey every year where they talk to American couples and they talk about, you know, money issues. And if uh, they are hiding money from their significant other. And the overwhelming response is the good news is no. Uh, Well over 50% of us are saying, hey, no, uh, when we share our finances, our finances are shared and I think my significant other knows everything about my my money situation. But there's still 38% of couples out there that are hiding money from their significant other in some way, shape or form. Either they have a credit card that the other one didn't know about or they have a separate bank account or there's a stash of money somewhere in their house that the other one isn't aware of for emergencies or whatever reason. Whether it's something that they want to have for a rainy day, whether it's just in case of an emergency or uh, they're hiding it because their other significant other is terrible at money. Those are all the reasons that were stated in why money is hidden from the significant other. But those that do hide money from the other person have at least $2,000 hidden somewhere, whether it's on a debit card or a credit card or something. Well, listen, if you have a secret credit card, your two grand is probably not that high of a limit. You know what I mean? credit card max if you have decent credit you should be able to get a two thousand dollar credit card no problem he's no rich but it is still off-putting that there are that many people out there that hide money from their significant others or don't tell them that money is out there but the biggest reason they find this is the case is because according to StockX again uh, opposites attract is a phrase that's been mentioned in couples for a very long time and they have found out that uh, in the couples at least that they have surveyed over the years that uh, a lot of them will admit to one of the people in the relationship is actually really good at managing money and saving things and budgeting and the other person in relationship is terrible at it and uh, not good at managing money and usually isn't allowed to touch any of the finances because they're not that good at it now it doesn't necessarily go along sex lines uh, a lot of cases that can be the man that's good at money and it could be the woman that's bad or vice versa. But they do find it interesting that in a lot of couples, somebody is in charge of things just because the other person
1: is not very good at it. And I think that's kind of the case in your situation, right? Well, I used to be. Probably not as much, as much so anymore.
0: You're allowed to do, uh,
1: to do bills and things like that now? Well, I, I wouldn't be terrible at it, but no, I don't. You just don't do it. Yeah.
0: It's not because you're not allowed. You just don't
1: want to or it's just I don't need to. Why? Why mix it up? Why get confused? Why not have one central location? There you go. Uh, And so uh, that's your opportunity to do so. But at some
0: point, please be in mind that apparently uh, we still enjoy hiding money from each other for some reason. Uh, Although one of the reasons probably why money is hidden, 83 percent of couples say they've had some sort of disagreement or argument about money and a significant one at that whether it's not having enough or doing something with it. And so maybe that's why we have this secret stash from our significant others, or some of us do anyway. It's because, you know, uh, you just don't want to get into an argument about stuff. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh, that uh, Listen, if you're in a relationship with somebody and you find that they've been hiding $2,000 from you or even more, that's probably an argument, right? Like, hey, what's going on here?
1: Yeah, you would think so. You're supposed to be honest about stuff. All of a sudden, you got a credit card I don't know about. Why? Why we got secrets? Why are we keep it secrets from each other? Right. That, and I think that's
0: the biggest problem is the trust violation more than anything else. But either way, uh, if uh, and uh, by the way, they have some advice. The advice is don't hide money from your significant other. So the 38% of you that are doing it, knock it off. Apparently, it will only lead to bad things if it is uncovered. And eventually, as we found out, Big J, courtesy of television, all things are eventually uncovered. Correct. Yeah. Secrets only last so long. And then it just turns disastrous.
1: Well, Big J,
0: the CDC has updated their recommendations regarding Thanksgiving with the cases of COVID-19 spiking across the country, not just here in the Treasure Valley. They are now strongly advising pretty much anyone against traveling for Thanksgiving because of the growth in COVID-19 cases nationwide. Yesterday, the CDC's director of the Division of Preparedness and Emerging Infections, his name is Henry Walkie, he told reporters that the CDC is recommending against travel in the Thanksgiving period. This is a strong recommendation. He added, quote, it's a difficult conversation and sometimes a sad one to tell people you're staying at home. But noting that people who would be putting their families at risk would be traveling to see them, just in case you're curious. Yeah. In addition, anyone who is deciding to ignore the orders and traveling should wear a mask. Keep six feet away from other people as well. If at all possible, COVID-19 is now killing about a thousand people every day nationwide. And those numbers are ridiculous, and so they encourage you to stay home, celebrate with your immediate family. They define immediate family as those that live with you or in your abode that you have been with or quarantining with. At least those that you know the movements of, so that you keep yourself as safe as possible. And even having a, you know, of course, it's not recommended, or at least against the rules technically, during this time to have any more than 10 people in your place anyway. So it shouldn't be a large family celebration as it is. But we all know that people are going to break a bunch of rules. They're just trying to keep everybody as up to date and educated as possible. And unfortunately, that's a situation that we're in. Staying at home would be the
1: smartest thing to do this Thanksgiving. Yeah, I mean, it would be nice to have grams and gramps next year for Thanksgiving as opposed to them being dead. So try
0: to keep that in mind as you guys are planning your celebrations or lack thereof for next week, and maybe just keep it on the down low. Maybe a cornish hen this year instead of a twenty-two pound turkey. Why?
1: Well, you can still have the turkey. Sure, you and just you have, have
0: leftovers for months.
1: Because make a turkey be- soup. <laughs> yes.
0: You were gonna list all the things you can make with turkey,
1: like Bubba gum. I. That's it. Turkey soup. I don't know what turkey sandwich. Uh huh. That's it. That's it? Okay. Turkey nachos. <laughs> there you go. Ugh. I'm not really a big fan of turkey, to be honest with you. So No, what's your Thanksgiving meal of choice? If I could have my choice? Yeah. Oh man, it'd be prime rib every day, every yeah, night. You've made prime rib before, right? Yeah.
0: You getting the uh, the kibosh on that? Yeah, this the year? one time we had you over. <laughs> That's right. It prime uh,
1: rib. well, it's like I get a choice. We're doing a turkey and a ham this year. Um that's so still for, a lot of food. Yeah, for Christmas. Well, we got about thirty people coming over. <laughs> no, there's not. There's not that many people coming over. But it's a smaller turkey, and uh, we. Uh, but but for Christmas, yeah, I want to smoke a damn prime rib. All and right. that's gonna happen. All right. Thanks Listen, for making it. Don't Thanks, yell at me they, about it. Yell at the people that you have control over.
0: They're it. listening. Seahawks blade, beat the Cardinals 28-21 last night of Thursday Night Football. Russell Wilson, a couple of touchdowns, one each to Tyler Lockett and D.K. Metcalf. Kyler Murray had a couple of touchdowns, too, but uh, did appear to be banged up a little bit not on the DeAndre first DeAndre play. Hopkins. Uh to DeAndre image No, DeAndre Hopkins did not get a touchdown at all. Clay Thompson is going to be out for the entire season for the Golden State Warriors. He suffered a torn Achilles tendon during a scrimmage on Wednesday. This will be the second straight season the five-time All-Star has missed due to injuries. That's never good. Uh, so we'll see what ends up happening with the Warriors. It looks like they're trying to negotiate a trade with the Thunder to get a new starting point or starting shooting guard because they don't want, with all the people coming back from injury, they're not going to want to give up on this season like they did last year, which nailed them the second pick in the draft. They wanna, they want to come back a little bit. That was the plan anyway. But we'll see what ends up happening. What's next for Angelina Jolie? She is set to be the director of a biography about a British war photographer Don McCullin called Unreasonable Behavior. The film will be based on his autobiography of the same name. No word on casting yet, but apparently Tom Hardy is going to be involved in some way, Ooh. shape, or form. Ooh. So he could be coming into the fold, as he's definitely going to be producing, but he could be the lead in the movie as well. Angelina has directed a bunch of different movies, and this one is another one. She likes to do the biographies about people. That's her, that's her big thing. She's done some documentaries too, which is. Mm-hmm. But she uh, also has directed some biographies, so you can look for that. Uh, she's working on getting it all together and casting it, and then we'll decide whether it gets a theatrical release or a streaming release. All that information is coming soon.
1: Back <coughs> down. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. And we'll get you qualified here for Santa's sack, man. I mean, we give another sack away today, Nick, and it is uh, filled to the brim almost. Uh, We've got a Echo Dot in there. There's a Fire Stick that you can put into your TV and get you all kinds of cool stuff. You've also got uh, a tablet, an HD Kindle uh, Fire Tablet that's got, it's 10 inches. It's beautiful and nice, and then you've got a 40-inch Smart TV, so... That's quite a bit of stuff you're getting qualified for. Uh, We'll throw at you Papa Murphy's Boise meal deal, which includes a family-sized pepperoni pizza, cookie dough that uh, you uh, preferably should cook and not eat raw, classic cheesy bread, and a two-liter soft drink. If you can beat me here, Pop Culture Smackdown, and I'm feeling like a duller today. So What's the matter? I don't know. It's my brain. My brain hurts. 208-287-1003
0: is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play a game called Pop Culture Smackdown. Get yourself qualified for that huge prize package. Of course, you'll qualify for the rest of the run as well. And definitely get yourself some food. Let's go to the phones. Get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, The X. Good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, man? What's your name? Uh, Ty. All right, Ty, you're up first. Ty, according to its trademark slogan, what insurance company is like a good neighbor?
1: State Farm is right. there.
0: That is correct. Big J, uh, the Stephen King books and movies, Pet Sematary, Cujo, Carrie, heck, almost all of them, are set in what state in which uh, Stephen King actually lives? Um,
1: I, I feel like I have a 50-50 shot at this. I'm going to say Connecticut? Wrong. Is it Massachusetts? Wrong. Delaware? Wrong. Rhode Island? Wrong. I mean, it's up in the Northeast, right? Yeah, it's about as Northeast as you can get. Okay. Um, What's the main? There, you, there right. Is right. Maine
0: is right. Ah, <laughs> man. Hey, what? Come on. At least I, mean, I got a state, the Northeast. <laughs> every single movie and book are set in the same place. you, you remember? I mean, they have a show Castle in Rock. There you go. You had the city. I but mean, I thought it was Connecticut and not Maine. I'm gotcha. sorry. Well, congratulations there, You know what? I'm not tied. sorry. I tried to warn you. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you and make sure you're set and good to go for the Santa sack as well as that Papa Murphy's coming your way. And we will do some headlines that's happening next on the X-Rock. Headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. All right. Let's do some headlines brought to you by Team Mosman, the pre-owned Superstore out this weekend at the Caldwell Events Center, the O'Connor Fieldhouse for their everything indoor Super Sale. Check it out for yourself. Gonna be doing a live virtual broadcast from two to four PM tomorrow with Aaron from Team Mazda. So tune in for that and check out all of the deals Team Mazda has to offer you at the Caldwell Event Center this weekend for sure. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Take that. Settle down and wait, what? Uh settle down. All right. Some adults get more excited about holidays than others. A woman named M. Emily Lee recently took to her Facebook group called Girls' Mouth, where she shared a photo of a contract she signed, which reads, "Quote Christmas tree contract for 14 for the 11th of November, 2020. Emily Lee, I Emily Lee agreed to do anything Michael Lee asks from today until the 1st of December, as long as I can put Christmas trees up in the living room today." If I break this contract, Michael can burn all the things Christmassy in the house. There are also spots for both Michael and Emily to sign. Emily also shared a photo of her fully decorated Christmas tree and added, quote, but six hours later, he asked me to pack it away. And if I don't, I'll be breaching the contract. What do I do? Many in their group called her husband a humbug and encouraged her to keep the tree up. So signing yourself into weird contracts because she wants the Christmas tree up early seems like a really weird marriage thing. Yeah. Maybe she was just trying to go viral. I am am now uh, suspicious about everything that somebody posts on Facebook or any kind of social media because I automatically think that that's not real life, that they did it just to get the attention and uh, and anything that is subsequent of that is because that's exactly what they wanted to happen. And uh, especially when you ask questions as a follow-up, Hey, f- social media, weigh in. What should I do? That to me just screams like you're looking for social media attention. So I'm not sure how real this contract is. I would say if it was a real thing, that's a pretty crappy thing to do. To your significant other. Yeah. I mean, what, uh, you know, listen, whether you're Christmassy or not, is it really going to end your world if somebody wants to put the Christmas tree up early? In what way does that impact your life in any way, shape, or form in a negative way? I guess would be my question follow up. Yeah, I am right there with you. So let her have her fun, for God's sake. Not have to sign a contract in order to do it. Take that or wait, what? Wait, what? Imagine moving into a new house and then finding something pretty weird left behind by the previous owner. Oh, man. A woman named Catherine Gaston recently moved into a new home in Scotland and was freaked out after finding a jar in the kitchen that contained an aortic valve from a heart formaldehyde oh my god that's disgusting her find was so crazy that she has been crowned the winner of the sofa company CSE's competition that looks for the freakiest finds that people in Europe made in their new homes the aortic valve of a human heart beat over 500 other weird entries and Catherine will now receive her new sofa worth over $1,100 just for finding a health valve a heart valve in her house not bad but I guess what do you do with it right like, do you just chuck it away, or do you feel like you would open up some sort of weird portal if you do that, or some sort of curse? If you chuck yeah, away. You
1: immediately leave your house and don't ever come back. I mean, it's a real quandary.
0: I'm not sure what I would do if I found a jar with a heart inside of it in formaldehyde. I'm like, God, do I want to mess with that? Do I get it professionally taken away? Is there a service that does that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't want any part of it, though wrap it up i don't even think it's worth a free couch to be perfectly honest (laughs) no we'll wrap it up with take that and violence is never the answer no matter how cool medieval weapons might look a man from pennsylvania is facing its soul charges for allegedly attacking an acquaintance with a spiked mace after the man made comments about how hot his wife was Police say 38-year-old James Gleason used the weapon to smash up the man's car after he apparently got an, a, a, too much of a close of a, a compliment about his wife. Investigators said the man simply told Gleason that his wife was "quote special" and he was hoping to find somebody like her in his own life. And then Gleason took that comment out of context, believing he wanted to sleep with
1: his wife. So Gleason took a mace to his car. Get! Why does he have a mace? I don't know. I mean, that's a a heavy piece of medieval Maybe he's a collector. You know,
0: there's a bunch of people that have weird swords everywhere. So maybe he has one of those things where he just has a mace in his house for some reason. Handy. Either way, he's been uh, charged with assault, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, among other things. So uh, it didn't work out for him. And I'm not sure. I'm sure the guy is not happy about his car being wrecked either by a mace. I'm guessing they could probably do some pretty significant damage to a vehicle. You would think. At least cosmetically. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There are your headlines. You're up to date on everything. <laughs> ACDC shot in the dark here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. And I suppose Big J, something else for you to scroll through, right?
1: Yeah. Hey, quit doom scrolling. It's not good for anybody. Instead, Zillow surf. Hooray! What is uh, this? It's a new trend, Nick, and it's when people scroll through Zillow real estate listings and dream about what it would be like to live somewhere else. Is that a trend? I feel like people have been doing that for a while. No, it's a new trend, and uh, <laughs> whether it be a different neighborhood, state, or a dream location like a beach house or mountain retreat, or even cabin by lake, people are uh, are getting into it. And what is it supposed to do? Just uh, help you uh, escape
0: your real-life issues Yeah, and I think
1: distract you from all the things, uh, as opposed to a laser focusing on it by the doom-scrolling of news. Because, uh, see,
0: sometimes I could think, like, how that can make things a little bit more depressing than they actually are. If you go through and see how the other half lives sometimes, you're just like,
1: Jesus, man.
0: Meanwhile, I'm... <laughs> Jesus, barely- the
1: people in the, in the other subdivision across the way are right. living
0: great. I could barely get one car in my garage. And look at this over here that's right down the street. Made
1: it. Yeah, it's exactly it. one. One particular example they have here is uh, from a, a tweet. And it's, uh, I'm on Zillow waiting for my power to come back on. Here's a thread of cool places I found. This one has an airplane themed theater room that made me ask why airplane yeah and the house recently sold for 2.5 mil yeah it's a lot of money i mean listen
0: uh, you can go through and see even if you look in like idaho at some places that like are worth a million dollars it's it's crazy yeah. Some of the stuff that's inside of there And some of the weird stuff that's in there But listen, I mean there's not a week that goes by That there's not some sort of viral post That, that goes off where somebody's got something Super weird inside of their house And all of these are found probably with these uh, Scrolling things done, you know what
1: Here, I mean? Here's the problem, as opposed post, uh, I guess maybe You might even have this with, with the doom scrolling But uh, the next thing you know Your email is filled up with all kinds of <laughs> Like people trying to sell you house and stuff and they don't get like Hey, I'm just leisurely messing around here
0: yeah no they don't understand what you're doing and uh zillow doesn't care they just want to get your information to as many people as possible you clicked it that's right you created this account so that you could look at these different things so now you have to deal with the consequences so you're right there is unforeseen things involved in it but if you can handle the spam email then it might be worth the escape a little bit i can understand where that comes in make you feel better too a little bit too why not right yeah Any kind of escapism you can get in 2020, I am all for. So enjoy looking through your dream houses or even, uh, you know, seeing what your house is worth. All of that (laughs) is fun on Zillow. Or not so fun, depending on the results. Morning After with Nick and Big J, We will do some bad impressions. That's happening next on the X-Rock.
1: Point three The X. Yeah, and here to provide somebody with some lunch or dinner, that's for sure. Uh, we've got the Carl's Jr. Mon- Monster Angus Thick Burger. It's two uh, third-pound Angus beef patties. You've got four pieces of apple with smoked basin- bacon, uh, a bunch of cheese, and some mayo on there. Uh, we'll get you a couple of those sent uh, with certificates in the mail. We can't send them in the mail. That would be weird. Yeah, I'd get there bad and need them on that. Yeah, so. no, we, we've got enough problems that it is right now. So uh, let's, uh, let's do that. If you can figure out how impressions here this morning
0: all right here comes our phone number it is 208 287 1003 the game of bad impressions works like this big j has prepared himself three clues now each one of the clues he's about to read off to you it revolves around somebody that is pretty famous if you can figure out who that famous person is in any one of those three clues sometimes you get it on the first try sometimes it takes all three sometimes it takes a couple people that we have to go through and it all kind of depends on, on Big J's impression really is what it boils down to sometimes. But yep. uh, if you can figure it out, then you get the actual prize coming your way. So let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Hey, how's it going? We're hanging in there, man. What's your name? Michael. All right, Michael. Good luck to you. Yo yeah, oh, my
1: heart! Oh. oh man, that's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, okay. He got it
0: right. Right out no, the gate. No. Oh what?
1: It's a different Austrian. No, I'm not sure there's no way.
0: Uh, congratulations, Michael. Hang on one second. We'll get you Generally, some cards. Generally, Michael, uh, people
1: then make me do all of them. Uh, well, you you're going to have to do all of them. No. Now. What were clues two and three? Yeah, get me the tequila. And? Oh, uh, 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 Always the, the last clue, almost, actually.
0: <laughs> Why is Arnold in the news?
1: Uh, yeah, Arnold and uh, Mr. LeBron James, the king. King James going into business together in a new tequila and mezcal venture. And, uh, Nick, it is called... Lobo, 1707. Well, that makes sense. They're both wolves. They were born in the air, 1707.
0: So why not name
1: it that? I don't know why it's named that, but... Uh, they saw that uh, Brian Cranston and uh, Aaron Paul were, were making a big cut for themselves in the Mezcal tequila section, and they thought, let's go after this together. Well,
0: and Clooney just sold his for a billion or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. So... Uh,
1: it's part of a venture that uh, some, some guy that they're both, uh, their financial, one of their financial people uh, are involved in. And so uh, I can't, apparently uh, they've gone in together on a couple different uh, business investments before. So uh, they're going to team up again. LeBron and Arnold have teamed up before. Apparently, yeah, and a couple other businesses. Do you know what together. they are? They no, I don't. It doesn't list them, but uh, they've worked with Paul uh, Watcher, who is this investment guy. That they've worked with him quite a bit.
0: They probably just throw a bunch of money his way, and then he invests in a bunch of whatever he wants. Yeah, to and then they, in.
1: you know, they'll, he'll end up ripping them off one day, and they'll have nothing. Bernie <laughs> Madoff style. They'll end up in a motel somewhere. <laughs> motel Lobo. Uh, are you? Do you want to try it? I don't. Yeah, I'm not a. I don't mescal, I don't think that that's my jam. You're not a tequila mezcal fan? No, I mean I appreciate that. Listen, that liquor these days, that there's some fancy stuff out there. Some people enjoying the spirits, uh, and I wouldn't stand in their way. But it's not for me.
0: I'm not sure you're gonna have any celebrities investing in Jaeger,
1: Big J. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean the, the spicy Jaeger thing didn't work out too great. So I don't <laughs> think they've decided to take off different <laughs> sure spinoffs did. on that bad boy. Sure did
0: not. Morning after with Nick and Big J, we will wrap up the show here next on the X. <coughs> Rob Zombie, the triumph of King Freak is how we're wrapping up the morning after for this Friday and for this week, as a matter of fact. It's going to do it for us. Thank you very much for tuning in on this 20th day of November. We certainly appreciate it. Had a chance to learn a little bit about Big Jay's Christmas wrapping table. <laughs> apparently it is now his duty to wrap presents in the big j household so hopefully he'll spend his weekend doing a little bit about that there are video games to encourage you to go to the bathroom number two style and track that for you so if you've always wanted to play with your poop i guess that's your poop and you just have to be understand japanese and be into anime in order to get into it of course and uh, we also learned a little bit about Zillow and how people can live better lives, at least in their imagination, thanks to a goofy little website. It's a beautiful thing. Reminder that there is a live virtual remote happening tomorrow, 2 to 4 p.m. Myself and Aaron from Team Mazda going to be on your radio talking about their great indoor car super sale at the Caldwell Event Center. Make sure you check that out. It's going on all weekend long, courtesy of Team Mazda. And that leaves you with the floor, Big Jay.
1: Uh Yeah, you know what? According to military experts uh, here in America and in England, in just 15 years, Nick will have an army made up of robots. Wonderful. But not Terminator-like robots, more like just uh, kind of drones. Johnny Five robots. Yeah.
0: Like yeah, John- exactly. exactly. They're like little tanks with lasers on their shoulders that are meant to destroy, right? Yeah. And only to become self-aware, leading to our ultimate destruction. You're right. So, good to know. Well, How many years? Fifteen. Fifteen years before we have a robot army. An army. army.
1: Not just a couple here and there to help support. The army. We, We want a robot army. It's inevitable. As well as humanity's
0: downfall because of our creation of robot armies. Just so you know, remember where you heard it first. When we're living in bunkers battling robots. You're like, damn, the morning after was right. Why didn't we listen to them? Yeah, you're right. We've been asking that question for, what, 13 years now? Hopefully. We'll
1: still be around. It'd be nice.
0: How about we uh, say thank you to Volkswagen, Strong Volkswagen, to be specific. They're bringing you your next set of X-Rock. Unlock stronger pricing at strongvw.com. That's going to do it for us. Jason Drew, he's up next. Have a good one, guys. It's the X-Rocks.